One of the most dangerous things you'll ever open up is an Instagram photo collage. Girls trip, Nashville. Ugh. I'm afraid to go to Nashville. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I feel like Nashville would be really fun, but I feel like I'd need biofreeze because my neck would be sore. Just constantly whipping left and right. Somebody said from the 816, we get back to the book club. By the way, the book club, um, 913-586-7610. What's the best book you've ever read? When I was a kid, we used to read Young Indiana Jones. Fantastic books. Which I'm pretty sure there's a rumor. It's obviously dead now, no pun intended. But Spielberg was going to do like a Young Indiana Jones spinoff with uh, River Phoenix. Because he's the young Indy in the, in the third one. Um, he died, though, so they couldn't do him. Unfortunately. They're coming out with another Indiana Jones movie. Number five, man. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, like, CGI Harrison Ford's face because he's 77. <laughs> just retire, man. I mean, when they came out with the Crystal Skull, I was just like, why did they do this to our guy? The Crystal like, Skull was, like, 15 years ago. And it was terrible. The Russians came after him. Man. You ever had the you ever had crab rangoon pizza from old Shawnee Pizza? I have not. You never had it? I have not had it. You I've know, heard it's good. Bink you, told me to get that a long time ago. You know who has had it? Big T. You know who's on the phone line right now? Big T. Big T, it's your world, man. Go live it. Man, that's a good pie. I just got done eating breakfast, but after mentioning that, I might have to swing by you my should. shop. And- grab one i i we got to take and bakes i I keep meaning to bring some home and just put them in my freezer so i have them they got taken um, bacon missouri now but it's not pizza it's grass no <laughs> that's right that's right and boy they i saw one one month into it they already made a hundred million hundred million dollars you think that maybe if parsons could get on board with uh sports gambling we might make a little bit of money in missouri well, so last backwards is like Kansas has no weed but gambling, and then Missouri has weed but no but but uh, but no gambling. It's See, like what is wrong, bizarro world, man. Big T, Big T, this is my theory of how they're working together. So there's an Andes on state line. I feel like everybody goes and gets themselves a weed cone, goes into Kansas <laughs> and buys them ice cream. And when they stand in that long ass line at Andes, they smoke it, place their bet, and then go home, and it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> what a great life! That's a great life. Hey. Uh, 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 before I get started, I, I want to talk about some books, but also the other night you had a segment about people not tipping, and I work in the hospitality industry, yeah. and this is what I refer to those 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 low dragon, uh, knuckle dragon cretins who who act like we're their uh, personal servants and their slave. You know what? If you can't afford to go out to eat, you can't afford to tip. Stay your ass home. We don't need you. Tell and me. I would refer I would refer to these people. And you'll get this if you ever seen the movie Reservoir Dogs. Mister, the guy, Mister White, the, the head boss, he goes and pay. They're at the diner planning their caper. Yep. And he's giving everybody their 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 assignment and their and their color. And he tells everybody, "I'm going to take care of the check." And he throws, you know, tells everybody to throw down a couple bucks with a character who plays Mister Pink, Steve Buscemi. Said, "I don't believe in tipping." So when people do that, I just call them Mister Pinks, and they look at me like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And we're just laughing inside because we all know there are a bunch of Mr. Pink. So I thought that's a good, clever way to, to give a, a, a cheap person a, a dig and just call him Mr. Pink or Mrs. Pink. Um, so you're talking about books, and I'm a little older than you, so I grew up. We had to read the book Mice of Mice and Men. Did you ever have to read that one, Dustin? Yeah, that's one of the ones we were talking about because I said it's uh, – the, the Grant said it's the disappointing ending. Stare at the flowers. Stare at the flowers. 
Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, being a, a girl playing sports and just loving sports, I always uh, uh, drew to the, uh, to the bio, uh, like a Roberto Clemente story and, the, and, um, and, and, and Jake Lamont and the Raging Bull. And then Muhammad Ali's book is fantastic. And then one of the greatest books I ever read, I got it for Christmas one time, and it was uh, back in the day when uh, Bo Jackson's book came out. His mom has a, a little piece in there where Bo – was you know always bigger and stronger and faster than the other kids but the older kids would pick on him so he's like oh, i'm gonna fix your asses so where he lived i don't know if you guys ever remember these things but we have them around here used to back in the day those big ass hedge apples and he would get a bunch of them and plant them in certain positions of his walk home and those bigger kids would come by and he would ambush them with those hedge apples and just blast the hell out of their out of their out of their bodies with those hard ass hedge apples and they never picked on Bo again i thought that was a great story um, you know, Dust Man, we got the Royals, and, and I, I did me some burn, man. I know he's out in Arizona. He had a nice conversation with my aunt. I take my hat off to Vern. He's always engaged with the fans. Uh, keep up the great work, Josh Vernier. Uh, our Royals are playing good. And I know it's just spring training, but but, but Dust Man, I'm going to hammer the over 69 and a half. I don't know what you're thinking. I already put a bet because I'm just a fanatical baseball fan. We don't have no juggernaut in our division, so I, I even put – a little scratch, ten bucks on them to win our division at fifty to one. I've wasted ten bucks on worse, but I want to hit that over. I'm telling everybody to hit that over. The Royals are going to win more than sixty nine and a half games, and I can't wait for some baseball, baby. And as always, let's go Royals. Love Big T. I saw the best meme ever towards restaurants, and it was if you're not going to tip twenty percent. Or 18%. I'll let that slide. It said, tell your server right away what you do tip. And that should be the service you get. Because whether you're a delivery driver, server, whatever it may be, just tip, man. Just do it. Unless, obviously, it's just atrocious. Like nothing you get is accurate. You can't get a reef. I mean, there are obviously reasons that why you can do that. But I do want to talk. Let's talk a little bit about this Royals team and the over of 69 and a half. I think you got to hit it. To win the division is tough because Cleveland probably will win the division. Minnesota will be good again, which now I'm going to have to bet Henry Lake once again. By the way, I saw Ryan Wachowski last night for the first time. Yes, he's doing well. Yes, he's still the same person. And yes, We all still love Ryan Wachowski, by the way. Good to see him last night. And 69 and a half, right? So they can go 22 games under 500. I think this team's got 75 wins in them. And I think that's a fun bet to make. Put a little $50 down on the Royals to win over 69 and a half. And then when they win that 70th game at home at the K, me, you, I'll bring Grant. I'll pay for Grant's drinks. We'll celebrate in the summer. It's not a bad way to stay engaged. Not at all. They're on every Late day. July, early August. Like, oh, they're at 65 wins. Grant, I've got three weeks until nobody hears from me again. <laughs> like, you'll hear me on Sunday and then you'll never hear me again. Because the Royals will take over. You get to hear the best in the biz and Josh Vernier. And 
I mean, you just think about what the season was last year, right? There was a lot of cloudiness. There was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of, I don't think this manager works. I think this pitching coach sucks. And they've kind of, for a lack of better words, um, drained the swamp. I know that's not my term, but, you know, <laughs> that's kind of the the way it seems to me because if you look at it from last year to this year, new manager, completely different style, right? Matheny was win every game, military style of, you know, tactics, like red ass, serious, always on the prowl, like making sure everybody's giving it a hundred percent day in and day out. And honestly, you really, I don't, I think you, I don't think you can have that with a baseball season. It's just too much of a grind. And, uh, you know, this year, all the kids kind of have their job. We talked to Jake Eisenberg, new voice of the Royals, formerly of Omaha uh, Storm Chasers, and now with the Kansas City Royals, he'll take over for Steve Fiziok. And he was saying about Hunter Dozier that that Quintaro basically said that he's the third baseman. Now, we know how these things tend to go, right? Hey, it's your job until. Um, but everybody on the field is young. Everybody in the field doesn't really have to worry about somebody behind them because it's their job, at least for the next two to three years, at least. The biggest question, though, is Daniel Lynch, which is unfortunate to put that much pressure on that young man. But if you have Brady Singer doing exactly what he's doing, and we'll see Brady Singer in the World Baseball Classic, by the way. Um, but you look at Brady Singer, I think he's arrived. If Daniel Lynch can be that guy in your in your rotation, and then you throw in a veteran and Zach Greinke every you know fourth day to just kind of be that stability piece, and if Brad Keller can pitch half as decent as he did his first you know big year on the scene, you've got two solid arms and two mediocre arms. Your bullpen should be okay. Scotty B, you know, hosing things down in the ninth. I think this team can win seventy games. And I think you need to put $50 on it. This isn't me trying to get you to put money in the offering tray. You've probably already done that today, and good for you. But this is me trying to tell you that if you want to have some fun with this Royal season, and you want to get that 70th win at the K, and you want some beers, and you want to pound some summer shandies out in the left field complex, then let's do it. Let's have some fun. Speaking of let's having some fun, we continue to have fun. What's your favorite book? 913-586, best book you've ever read. I didn't think that this type of thing was going to get the text line going, but it has, and it is, and it's still a thing. Best book you've ever read, 913-586-7610. We come back. It's the NFL Combine. It's overrated, but we have four new quarterbacks that enter the NFL and what it means for the rest of the league. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. The Given Day by Dennis Lahune. Did I say that last name? Lahane? Lahan? Probably Lahan. I'm really butchering that. Uh, English was tough for me. Obviously, books were tough for me, too. Everybody read them in two weeks. I read them in three. Um, the Given Day is the best book ever, no contest. 
Danny KCK has chimed in. Uh, Travis Kelsey did great on SNL. 1984 Royals won the division with 84 wins. I think they can win 69 and a half. Giggity. How many did they win last year? Uh, not 69. I think, what was it, 67? I was going to say somewhere in that range. We'd have to look it up. Someone will know on the text line. 913 513 Text line. Dusty, read multiple genres. One of the best books is Ready Player One. Saw the movie. It was all right. Um, like I said, I got halfway through Gone Girl. Uh, and then Amazing Amy was just too much for me. Um, watched the movie. Loved it. I thought Neil Patrick Harris got got killed in a very gruesome way. Oh man, yeah, just was his throat slit on the bed in the middle of having intercourse and just. But he was creepy though, right? Like his his character was weird in that movie. Like he was all about her and stuff like that, and was trying to like be that dude. He went from How I Met Your Mother to How I Met God in like five minutes. Man, MPH. Gone. <laughs> he just got straight murdered, Daddy. Like when he got killed in that in that movie, I was like, okay, here we go. Like I was more shocked with his death than I was than when I watched Halle Berry and Billy Bob Thornton and Monsters Ball. Royals sixty five and ninety seven last year. Yeah, I mean they could win five more games. They could win six more games. I mean Matheny and Cal Eldred easily cost that team six games last year. Easily. Big T, choo-choo train sounds derailed. It's just Sunday. He might have, you know. Might have been a long night for Big T. Man, you throwing back some beers at Big T? Dude, for sure. 100%. For sure. The best part Get about some pie out there, too. Just That's the thing. It's like you hang out with Big T. You know that you're going to have good some food good food. Yeah. You know you're going to have some good Miller lights or Coors lights, whatever it is. And you know his playlist is good. Because he's always dropping, like, Steely Dan, Doobie Brothers. You know? Like, he's he's always down with, like, those type of bands, which are the, the type of bands you want to listen to when it's, like, 11, 15, 70 degrees outside in the middle of the summer, and you got, oh, what's that? A thin crust pie over here from OSP? Hell yeah. Another great book, The Big Book of Baby Names by George Foreman. Just don't step on a George Foreman grill with your foot. You'll burn it. Have to put bubble wrap on that thing just to make sure it stays safe. For those of you that get that, I'm, congratulations. Um, quarterback draft, right? There's four big names. Levis, Levis, however you want to call him, the kid from Kentucky. C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. Anthony Richardson out of Florida. Bryce Young out of Alabama. The NFL Combine, unfortunately, is a big make or break when it comes to stock value because the way that we judge the 40-yard dash, which I don't think anybody's had more of an impressive 40-yard dash than Chris Jones, and for obvious reasons. What? I just didn't know that's the direction you were going. It's really good, though. Yeah. It's impressive. I mean, it's impressive. What what happened or the dash? The dash. The oh, dash. Okay. I would say what's impressive is what came out. <laughs> like that's what got his draft stock to rise. 
They're like, damn, he's running with that? Okay. This man's strong. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is probably why I'm single. Uh, anyways. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but anyways... <laughs> Oh, there's just some like serial killer on the combo right now with a Purdue sweatshirt eating nachos watching these guys run. You're a sick individual if you're just dipping chips and cheese and watching these dudes run 40 yard dash. Dude, if you're but if you're in Indianapolis, got I'm, nothing to do, take a long weekend. I'm not going to the combine. Go watch a bunch of 21 year old dudes run as quick as they can in a straight line. Yeah, that doesn't do it for you. Nah. Okay. I've been to frat parties. I'm faster than you, Daryl. <laughs> no, you're not, Craig. Get in the street right now. About 12:30 at night, party's winding down. Bet the over on face plants. That's a true story, man. I want my buddy's bachelor party. This was back in Blue Springs. We got off the party bus at his house, and I want to let you know his bachelor party was the weekend before he got married. And we got off the party bus, and somebody's like, "Man, now that you're skinny, you know." I don't think you can run as I don't I, I bet I could you know whatever and they get they get out of the bus they they lined up one v one one kid very athletic the other one uh, used to be really fat then got a lot lot skinnier real skinnier good for him he's healthy now uh, weight wise um, mentally I don't know he's married but they got in side by side took off on a forty yard dash six feet into it the buddy is getting married face plants and chips his front tooth. Seriously, true story. Seven days before the wedding? Seven, well, six. six. It was midnight on Sunday. Six days before he got married. I mean, he said he called like six people to get that thing fixed and finally got it right. Someone from the 913 said, what is wrong with you? I'm trying to figure that out. That's normally like the third question that gets asked towards me about six minutes after people meet me. Like, I met Jed Marshall's lovely wife last night. I'm sure she's terrified of me from here on out. Like, I'm sure when they went home, Jed was like, okay, honey, that's Dusty. Now you know. When I come home. You get home, it now. <laughs> you get it, right? Yeah. That's, that's who it is. That's, that's the guy I have to deal with for three hours. Grant leaves here. He lights up a cigarette immediately. doesn't even smoke. He's like, I don't know what that three hours was, but my God, <laughs> I feel like the boss is going to call us. Um... But no, so Anthony Richardson is really setting really setting the bar for the draft class. Like, I think Bryce Young is still going to be the first quarterback drafted. I truly do believe that. But what Anthony Richardson is doing is, again, a lot of people like to comp it to other quarterbacks or kind of mold him. And a lot of people have said that he's kind of like a hybrid of Cam Newton and Patrick Mahomes, which is disgusting, Right. Three MVPs between the two of those guys. I've also seen him compared to Josh Allen and Dante Culpepper. How? <laughs> Big body, he can chuck it, but he can kind of scoot too. Isn't that just Josh Allen? Dante Culpepper had a huge arm. So does Josh Allen. Who do you think throw, throws it further, Allen or Culpepper? In their prime. I have no idea. Allen probably? I was saying, supposedly Josh Allen could throw it further than Mahomes. Yeah, Which, but that's one of those, like, nebulous stats where it's like, yeah, he can chuck it 80 yards, but can't is the guy going to be open? Is he going to have time for the route to develop? Yeah, it's like, what would you it's rather— just, It's not applicable after, like, 50, 60 yards. Right. 
It's like, what would you rather do? Throw the ball the furthest in the NFL or win a game in 13 seconds? Oof. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Is Josh Allen going to be the next Phillip Rivers? There's a big potential for that. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Can't seem to get over the hump. And really good in the regular season. All the accolades. Like, Rivers Hall of Famer? Probably. He might get in there just on pure bulk stats alone, but. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the NFL is so loose at letting people in the Hall of Fame. Like, Dion had the greatest quote. Like, don't put my head next to that guy. Although Dion's not doing really well with quotes these days. We look for five-star recruits. We look for men with with two two parent families. What about defensive linemen? Oh man, <laughs> completely shifted. Not the best, uh, not the best quote for one Deion Sanders. But uh, what do you think the SNL ratings were in the suburbs of Buffalo and Cincinnati? High. You think they were high? I yeah. think they were low. I think people in think they, they hate watch it. They were hate watching Travis. Uh no, because he's not playing football. I think the thing about, so here, I'll give you an example. I hated watching Gronkowski on the Patriots, but I was all about watching Gronkowski do everything but football. Whereas, like, Travis Kelsey might be in that same category, right? Like, Travis Kelsey in the football field, like, you know he's getting the ball. You know he's getting six catches for 80 yards and a touchdown, and that's what makes you hate him. But, like, Saturday Night Live, you know, you didn't know that he was going to come out and be pretty solid. Like, it's sketch comedy. They still rehearse for the entire week. Well, like three or four days. But you still got to perform on the stage in front of everybody that's watching. And Saturday Live's no, you know, it's no Uncle Jim. Like, it's a it's a big-time thing. Like, there's a lot of people that watch that to this day. Now, there's a lot of people that don't. There's a lot of people that will probably watch it today that recorded it because they were out getting loose. But you can't mail it in. People no, are watching absolutely not. That's the thing. Yeah, no, no, no. And it's one of those things that, like, if you're not an actor, it's out of your zone. Like, you just, you know, you don't you don't know what you're doing. Like, radio is really easy for me. I have a microphone and one other person. They threw me on TV this year, and those cameras went live, and I panicked for about five minutes. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, as soon as the red light went on, and they were like, and we're here, and, like, they looked at me, and I was like, oh, this is where I talk now. Okay. And then once that happened, it was fine. But, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, Kelsey's meant for that. Because somebody was asking me last night, because they had it on at the bar we were at. Like, that's how big it was at this place. And somebody was like, he's going to go do acting after this, correct? And I was like, no. They're like, what? He's perfect for it. He's good looking. He's funny. He's spontaneous. Like, I was like, no, no, no. He's doing, like, pre and post NFL stuff. And he's going to get upwards of, like, $250 million for whatever he wants to do. I don't think he'll do, like, play-by-play and stuff like that. But Kelsey's definitely going to do TV. And I thought SNL was fun yesterday. Yeah. Not sure his acting chops are there. No. I mean, I so, think a lot of us look at it with rose-colored glasses. Like, oh, my God, it's Travis Kelsey. He was good. It was funny. Yeah, he's a I, talented guy, but I'm not sure that he's going to be on, on all the sitcoms. 45 <laughs> minutes was enough. Yeah. But he could, if now, if it was the 90s, oh, man, he would be on Friends next week. Or he would think he's the cameo of, like, the football player? Oh, yeah. Oh, or the he's, football like, player boyfriend? Or he dates Rachel, or somehow they make it funny and he dates Phoebe. But like he got four episodes. Yeah. About 15 lines. Now, he's not putty. Like, he's not a Lanes type on, on Seinfeld where he could make it to, like, two different seasons for, like, eight episodes each. But he, he, he would give me a lot of, like, sitcom Friends vibes where you're like, oh, yeah, that was the year Travis Kelsey was on for, like, four episodes. You're like, ah. 
And then, of course, has like some dramatic finish where it's like tears and it's funny, but it's also awkward. Just my two cents. But the NFL Combine, man, is there anything more overrated than the 40-yard dash? The whole Combine in general. It's just tough. Pretty tough. I just... I, like, you, you, you see them play football. You've yeah. got 30, 40 games on a lot of these guys. Right. 20 games minimum, usually. And they're not in pads. You've got you've to have a much better... Maybe you can make your draft stock rise. Richardson's doing that. Can you really fall too much with the Combine stuff? Are you taking Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson? I'm taking Bryce Young. You are the sure fire. Yeah, bat. national championship guy. He's, he's is he Kyler Murray though? I think that his potential is bigger than Richardson's. Okay. Or maybe his floor is higher than Richardson's. You're going to get a more consistent product potentially, even if Richardson is like. Because what he ran like a four four two. Richardson's he? like the 450 foot bomb or yeah. like four strikeouts. You know. Yeah. So he's Adam Dunn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved Adam Dunn. That's like Binkley's favorite baseball player of all time. Shows up, has a dong or head to the dugout. Adam Dunn's nickname was the donkey. People are like, why is his nickname the donkey? And I'm like, well, just, you know, sit back and, and let that one marinate for a little bit. You'll realize it. This is a really good idea from the text line. Fantastic text. Might be the most uh, insightful text of the day. From the 402, congratulations. You're leading the text line right now with uh, creative content. Maybe they'll rotate Monday Night Football between Manning Brothers and Kelsey Brothers. That is a great idea. That's a really good idea. Their podcast is awesome. It's fantastic. It's really good. Like, Jason Kelsey could retire, which I think he will, actually. I think he is done. You think he's done now? I do. He's going to take some time to stew on it. Mm -hmm. He's won a ring. He's a center. Um, I think if they had won this year, if they'd beat the Chiefs, I think he's done. Oh, yeah, for sure. But he, he... they were close, man. He might want a one-last-ride situation. Yeah, and I mean, he's got the team to do it with, right? Like, he doesn't have to go find it. Just enjoying your show while I get my DoorDash on. There you go. DoorDash is early. What are people ordering this time of day during Door- like Dude, McDonald's breakfast. breakfast? People do breakfast. Man, I crush some breakfast Denny's, burritos. IHOP. I feel like you got to go there, though. I mean, good for the people that can deliver it. Make sure you tip those doors. People dash, dash a lot, man. Yeah. People love to dash stuff. Man, dash and Breck? Are you, I just, I feel like I'm more of like a go and dine in for breakfast. Yeah, but you know there's hungover people out there, lazy people out there. That he are said bagels. Like, really? Mm-hmm. I hop. You nailed it, Grant. That makes sense, though. People got to get that Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. Okay. <laughs> You did nail that one. You imagine DoorDashing like a 24 count of donuts and you get the donut box and there's 23. Would you be mad? I'd get it. That's like a tip. I'd be like, hey, there you go. Here's your 24 count. Uh, I only count 23. I'm way late for a break, so I got to go to break. We come back on the other side. Um, The quarterbacks are in the NFL that need to make a move. One of them will make a move first and the rest will follow. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. 913-586-7610. The text line rings in. Uh, DoorDash driver says people want McDonald's, bagels, IHOP, donuts, and families that don't want to wait in line with small kids. I've got a bunch of friends that have kids, and they say that going out to eat is a nightmare. 
In fact, whenever I do serve families that have kids that are super polite, I always do kind of make it a notion. It might be me trying to pump up the tip percentage, but I'm always like very complimentary of like polite kids. I'm like, hey, by the way, your kids were very nice. And uh, that is very respected in our industry. And most of the time, the, the mom's like, oh, thank you. That's good for an extra three, four percent of the tip. And then I lose it because her husband's sitting right there and I slide my number on the receipt. I just know people out there love to dash breakfast because yeah. my previous day job, yeah. we had a lady who would door dash breakfast every single morning. Really? Every single morning. And we're talking like pancakes, sausage, bacon, yeah. the whole nine. If you could have three breakfast items the rest of your life, what would they be? Hash browns. Okay. Waffles. Okay. Man, I don't know. The third one's tough. A lot of good options out there. Bacon? That's fair. You know one thing I don't like that's a breakfast food? Quiche. Ooh, no. Not into no. wet eggs. No. In fact, when I first got I'm not into an egg guy. You're not an egg guy? Oh man, I love eggs. Very rarely. So when I was first cutting my teeth in radio, um, I did a bit called Man on the Street where I'd go out to Arrowhead before the game and I would go interview a bunch of people and then I'd come back here and cut it down to like a minute and a half and they played on the pregame show. And my favorite bit was going out there and basically getting free food because the Kansas City Chiefs parking lot, no matter when, morning, night, mid-game, is always pumping with some good food. And I remember the worst-case scenario I had was this beautiful lady, super nice. I mean, she had everything. Like, God spent a lot of time on this woman. And well-deserved, well too. She was awesome. She was super kind. And she had a party bus that they had, like, renovated to where it was basically just, like, it only went to Chiefs games on Sundays. But it had, like, a cooking station in it. And she goes, this is our world-famous bus. Like, everybody knows about it in the parking lot. Everybody gets on it and, you know, has fun. Johnny's out there cooking up fresh sausage. And he had, like, a Blackstone at the time. I didn't know what it was. And he was cooking up sausage patties. And she goes, and this is my famous quiche. And I just was like, oh. And she's like, I want you to try it. And I want to I get your review on it. And you know the scene in the movie The Grinch where he just keeps, everybody keeps, like, force-feeding him the pies, and then by the time it's, like, halfway through, he's just like, okay, enough. And she put that quiche in front of me and, like, maybe I got a wrong, maybe it was her off day, but I'm not a big fan of wet egg. And that's what it was, man. It was, like, wet on the bottom, and it was just, like, she's like, how is it? And I was like, it's great. And I, I kept it in my mouth and went around the side of the bus and spit it out. I don't think she saw me. But then that man that was good of sausage was like, here, take a couple of these. I know you like those. So I know he saw it. I didn't go back. Shout out to that guy, though. Always no. trying to help out. Yeah. because That's dude, clutch. It was good, man. It was like fresh pork sausage, like patty form, smashed on a Blackstone. And it was so good. And I went from that to quiche. And I was like, man, I can't eat quiche ever again. And, yeah, I went around the side of the bus. I was like, ugh. I was like, oh, man. And he goes, hey, man, thanks for coming out. Take a couple of these. I know you like those. And I was like, oh, man, he definitely he definitely saw me do it. But he didn't. He, he's not going to say anything to, to Carrie over here because she knows how great her quiche is, which, I mean, maybe it was her, you know. And that's definitely not her name. Uh, somebody says from the 816 in the text, like, biscuits and gravy is all they need for breakfast for the rest of their life. 
That's like my love language in the morning. B and G. Grant, who do you think gets signed first? Lamar Jackson. Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr. Ryan Tannehill traded. What happens first? Aaron Rodgers. You think so? Aaron Rodgers in like a week and a half will be like, yeah, I'm coming back to the Packers. You think it's a week? I think it's this week. I mean, soon. My point is soon. This was what Adam Schefter had to say about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, my sense is there are continue to be more and more signs about him leaving Green Bay. And I think in the end, my sense is that ultimately it will come down to whether he wants to play elsewhere, which would be really the New York Jets, or whether he wants to retire. To me, those are the two most logical options and the two most likely scenarios here. But again, we have not heard from Aaron Rodgers himself. We have heard the Packers talk about Jordan Love and how much belief they have in him and how much progress he's made. And I think he's their quarterback of the future here, clearly. And they continue to wait for the decision from Aaron Rodgers, who knows that at some point in time he said the Packers had had conversations about him with other teams. And that's why I believe that it's going to be either the New York Jets or retirement in the end, and we'll see how this shakes out. But there's nothing yet from Aaron Rodgers. It has to come soon. We are basically under two weeks till the start of the league year. We await his word, and at some point something's going to have to happen here because Derek Carr is waiting to see where Aaron Rodgers wants to go. These teams need decisions from the quarterbacks, and everything right now is being hung up while we wait to hear from number 12. Not only does Aaron Rodgers suck, but this is the fourth consecutive year that we've done this. I think he's going to the Jets. I think with everything that I've heard and everything that I feel in my, in my soul, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Um, you think in that scenario, is it the Packers roll with Jordan Love, or do they try to get involved in the Derek Carr sort of market? The, tra- the the Tannehill sort of market. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that they're those, just. Both those guys feel like Packers. Right? They don't really have, like, anybody in their system right now that screams they need a stud quarterback. Right? Like, they got, what, Christian Watson? Is that right? Justin Watson? Christian Watson. He's good. But to me, the thing that's ironic is that Aaron Rodgers is doing exactly what he hated when he was young. Is this not what Brett Favre did? It's exactly what Brett Favre did. <laughs> and who hated that the most? Aaron Rodgers. But isn't this a sort of like he got away with it? Why can't I get away with it situation? Of course. Aaron, he saw somebody do it and he's like, I'm better than him. On a scale of one to 47, where does Aaron Rodgers' insecurity scream at you? 48? Yeah. Yeah. Because like he's all, oh uh, yeah. He won't talk to his family, man. Which now I understand why his family hates him. That's rude of me on a Sunday. Now I know why his family and him don't get along. Hate is a strong word because hate is just love disguised by jealousy. But I do think Aaron Rodgers screams New York Jets. New York media, controller of the offense, young talent. Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. And then your defense is just controlled by, you know, one of the sexiest coaches in the NFL. I mean, Robert Sala is going to basically run that division defensively for the next two to three years at least. New England, meh. Buffalo, who knows? 
Great save by Man U right there. Great save. Um, he tried to get all cheeky with that. He Liverpool. The Hummingbirds, by the way, a great band from Liverpool. Not a big Beatles guy, so I'm not going to talk about them. But this was uh, Aaron Rodgers on his decision via the uh, Aubrey Marcus podcast. I feel really good about um, about the conversations that um, that are going to be had, that have been had with uh, important people in my life, yourself included, that um, help to orient me. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. Uh, all the answers are right inside me, and I I touched what uh, many of them, and definitely the feelings on both sides during the darkness. And I'm thankful for that time, but. Um, you know, it's a very, uh, there's a finality to the decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama. It is. You're being a diva or whatever. You are. Just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is my life. Mm-hmm. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough. And. And we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. This guy loves attention, man. Oh, it's unreal. He loves it. And then contradicts everything. If you don't like it, it's my life. Tune it out. You're a star quarterback in the biggest sports market program there is in the entire United States. (sighs) Aaron Rodgers. Should we just put this next break all together? Okay. Sorry. I've been rambling this morning. Very attractive. Very smooth. Robert Sala, man. Well, that's a very aggressive text from the 816. Blank is the best breakfast food. Wow. Uh, Aaron Rodgers learned from the best. Brett Favre. Will he or won't he? That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's super hilarious to me that Aaron Rodgers is doing exactly what he hated that Brett Favre did. And didn't Brett Favre go to the Jets? He did. That's right. Oh, it's almost the exact same thing. Yes, because Brett Favre went to the Jets, and that's where he got in trouble because he sent a picture of his member to that girl, and the only reason his wife knew it was him because of a mole in the Crocs. There were Crocs in that photo? Mm-hmm. Man, that's a tough look. She she recognized a mole. She recognized uh, the watch and Crocs. There were three smoking guns. Because, yeah, he sent, the, he sent the nudie. That's just tough, man. Brett Favre went to New York, sent a nudie photo, got busted by his wife because of evidence, and now Brett Favre is... Well, he's a bad dude. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is about to go to the Jets. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will uh, send pictures. Insecurity would be one. Because Brett well, Favre didn't really scream insecurity. And Aaron Rodgers is single. He's doing his own thing out there with with whatever. And he's had a lot of hot girlfriends. Wasn't he dating like a, a, a witch or something? Was he? Last year? Ugh. I know he was dating like Olivia Munn. He was, da- was he? Or he was dating uh, Danica Patrick. Because remember, Danica Patrick was dating him, and then he went on Monday Night Football and like had a bizarre comeback or something, and she was just like completely flabbergasted. And uh, God, how much did he miss this goal by? 
Great cross. Oh, you got to nail that header. Come on, Red Devils. That's the other reason I hate Liverpool is they wear their reds on the road. Like, you you shouldn't be able to wear red at home or on at Manchester. You're in the house that Sir Alex Ferguson built. Pay your respects. It's like the Chiefs not wearing red at home. That just would look weird. I don't like it. Liverpool. Isn't Liverpool like a really like poor part of England too? Like it's like the slums. It's, like... it's an industrial town. Okay. I don't know if poor is so the right word. So roughneck. Like they're 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 hand they're like blue collar. Yeah, I think it's kind of Pittsburghy. Okay. That's what B and B reminds me of, or BVB. They remind me of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, the colors are the exact same. And their crowd, like their crowds that like, I just worked eighteen hours. Sweat my ass off. Now I'm gonna come root for my team. And if you have a problem, I'm gonna knock you out. <laughs> like, I don't want to mess with Steelers fans. Did you see the coal miner that went to the Kentucky game earlier this year? Uh. Uh-uh. That was a cool story. Okay. He like went to the the Kentucky game covered in soot with his kid. Really? Because his kid really wanted to go. Oh, okay. And John Calipari found him, and they they got VIP tickets to another game. But oof. Think Calipari. That's hard work right there. Think Calipari. Do you think illegal to get those tickets? <laughs> Calipari screams the guy that you go to his house. He's got every, like, top-shell bourbon. Like, how'd you get those? I know people. Of course you do. (laughs) All right. Two hours down the drain. One hour left. We'll revisit Travis Kelsey. We'll bring back uh, the question we had today, which was, what's your favorite novel that you've ever written? Written? Why do I keep doing that? That you've ever read? Greatest novel you've ever read? 913-586-7610. I'll try to work on my speech. We'll get back to Travis Kelsey on Saturday Night Live because it was great. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens, Six and Sports Radio. This is After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on Six Ten Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.